Hello, and you're listening to Let's Drone Out. And special thank you to our lovely patrons that help donate so that we can pay the editor to remove the swear words and silly things we say. Massive thank you to... Carlos Campos. Art Faulkner. Sam Dharma. On with the show. Let's Drone Out. Hello and welcome back to Let's Throw Now. Tonight we are joined by the man with the moustache. Hello everyone, welcome. Stephen, um, everyone's favourite curry kitten. Hello. And I'm Bright Until I Fly. And this is the man who didn't use my thumbnail, Joel. <laughs> Howdy. Outrage. It's all right. Don't worry. So, Jack, before we start, well, let's start with this. Mm. Tell us about the thumbnail, and it's not Cole's fault, because we just saw the message that said, this is a thumbnail, which is accurate. What have you been doing? Why is there a, a DJI Avata near you? Why are you trying to masturbate with it? All these <laughs> questions um, need to be answered. You... Vital questions. Uh, what was the first one again? <laughs> Avata, what are you doing with this what DJI I... Avata? What are you doing um, with the DJI Avata? Have, yes. have you gone over to the dark side? I've gone insane. I bought one. Um, no, I haven't. No, a uh, friend of mine has one, and um, I decided to is, use the grip to it off. Is it everyone's favourite professional griefer? Yes. Ah. No. No. no is it no. a is it a friend or is it a friend? Um, is, this, is a friend a code name for you bought it and it's a friend yeah no, have you started big... a new limited company for the purposes of hoarding dji equipment yeah no um i he it's, it's my friend digby dan he got it um i had a quick go of it today and nice. it is pretty good uh it, well, I didn't buy it, Frank. I did not buy it. Scab. You touched it, scab. Yeah, you jerked it off. You're a scab if you jerked it off. Yeah, I, I, you know, I just thought it'd be funny to like post stuff with me f***ing it off. I mean, I might delete it. I don't know. I don't know. Nah, I just did, keep it. It's funny. Did the rounds and everything, but you know, but you know what I found really funny though was like. You posted that with the DJI Avada, and I, I actually was going back in your reels and your videos, just watching like past videos, and uh, you were shaming people for using DJI products in the past in the same thread of your videos, and I was like, oh, the tables have turned, haven't they? Yeah, I had a moment of weakness, and then I, well, I sold them, and now they're yeah. worth more. So I've made I still don't understand what was going through your head in that week where you like decided that after all said and done you'd go and buy it and then instantly sold it. Yeah, well it without ever using everyone, it. Yeah, because yeah, everyone panic bought the air units and by the time I had the cash mm. to get an air unit, there was none left. And it was just the you know, the absolute fear mongering. So I just kind of got rid of them and was like sod it i you know i'll buy them again when they're cheaper or wait till you know hopefully at some point you know something else is worked out i don't know whether you know hd video or run cam or you know cadex release something but you know i kind of i didn't like them you know i don't like them because they they don't sit above your head they're really big um you know, there's there's things like you know if you update it now, you can't get to the root hat. Yada, That's yada, only yada. on the V2, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, th this is what I was sort of thinking was like, um, there's there's so many options now, right? As far as like whatever HD zero, Walk Snail, DJI, 
Runcam, Caddx, like Fat Shark, whatever. There's there's so many now. I think everyone's kind of waiting out now for the the O3 Air unit, right? Like that's kind of like the that's kind of like they're going to be the new and, and greatest, latest and greatest, I guess. As the, that's the anticipation, I guess. I mean, it's yeah. going to be that it's going to be a, a slightly improved transmission system, but no one said if the goggles are better. That no yeah. one said if the OSD is going to work this time. Yeah. Uh, even the, the walk snail stuff, which had all this like furore around, oh yeah, they've got together with Fat Shark and Fat Shark make the best goggles and walk snail have an excellent transmission system and you know with Fat Shark's amazing ability to like create super comfortable goggles, it's going to be great. The first thing I noticed when I put Andy's goggles on, the, the walk snail goggles, was they just hit the bridge of my nose and all huh. the weight was rested right on the front of the bridge of my nose. The entire goggle weight was pinched through a piece of hard plastic digging in to the bridge of my nose. And it so was no no little groove cut out, eh? Yeah. It was huh. it was awful. It was worse than the DJI goggles. It's my sky zones are way more comfortable than the walk snails. So huh. I don't know I, I just don't believe people's reviews anymore. I mean, Andy's always said, like, you've got to wear stuff bef- yeah. to find out if it fits your face. But, yeah, I'm not sure about the, the walk snails. And there, there seems to be some toing and froing as to whether they'll support a proper DisplayPort OSD forever or whether it's going to kind of go off in a different direction. Hmm. There, there was also in that list of digital, and it sounds kind of like reading between the lines, that... People would like to choose something other than DJI because they don't trust DJI not to bring out the next one and say, oh, this is incompatible with that one and this one, mm-hmm. and you'll have to like give one of your kidneys uh, before <laughs> yeah. you're allowed to register with it. Um, Orca was the other one that was supposed to be bringing out their oh, own yeah. HD yeah. system, which hasn't happened yet. And they were also talking about our goggles are going to be very open, so you're going to be able to implement other HD systems. But that's that's a little bit fanciful because no one else has brought out anything in the the realms of a module that you can just add on really at the, at this point mm-hmm. um but yeah D- jack did you actually try out the goggles for the avata or did you just carry jerking it off or, or whatever i was in the v2 goggles oh right um, so, so yeah. i i didn't have any of the head tracking um, so does that mean did you still get that little dot where you can yes so what was that like that looked really odd um, you just kind of like use the grip. There's got to be a better. Mm. What's the Cole? What's the real joystick name or uh, or what's it called? Um, uh, I just I just assume that's dynamic really dildonic interface. Motion control, I think. Okay, would, would yeah. a sock be a holder for the stick then? Have we got an actual legitimate use much, for the socks now? I don't know mm. how much uh, the editor is going to have to bleep that out. Can we say teledildonics? Is that okay? That sounds Latin. That sounds valid. I think we're good. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah, the motion controller, you kind of... You have that uh, circle, and you can kind of, like, aim it at stuff. But um, it really does... Like, if you suddenly stop, it really, like, smooths it out. The horizon's pretty locked in. Um I was on like I had one solid green light and one flashing light. That's what level of battery I was on. So I literally got five seconds, and then I had a small little. If I go out, it's because uh, thunder and lightning has taken me out. But um, I really didn't. It. I got on with it. The throttle. I kept pressing it and hoping it would go like send me upwards but you need to kind of angle the um that circle upwards and then tilt back and then press throttle for it to actually gain height so Mm. it was i was fighting the controls a bit to get uh get it but i could easily see that someone who's never flown fpv would just totally duck to water it you Love know, it, and, it and would, be easy to use, yeah. Yeah, just, it was... There's a point know, in your interface, then. Yeah, it, you know, I could really tell that the only the only sort of, like, argument I had with it was because of my own 
sort of stuck in the mud, you know, wanting to like fly it manual, but it was very easy to like concentrate and be like, no, I'm going to do, you know, I'm going to do this and point the circle to where you want to go. And you can just stop moving and let you go of the trigger. Just sandwich and go for it. Yeah, and then give the old motion controller twist and you can just turn to get to where you want. And because um, the battery was really low and I had like a very quick go, the countdown for Autoland happened and then it just took over and then started to gain some altitude and then it kind of got into the wind and was badly tilting. And then I just cancelled that, brought it forward, and then just hit land, and it just auto land, and it was fine. It just, <laughs> you know, it's a bit it's, yeah. yeah, it's a bit weird. It like you know, auto land. I know I'm going to use a ton of throttle and go up to really high, but I think it's not really uh, set up for it. But you know, it when when you fly RC and you're looking at it at a point of view of like we've been doing this for a long time you do you know you're like look I'll tell you when to la- when to land but you know for a newbie man I, it's it's got it's, it's got itself covered really you what know what was the I video it, like um like i'm not the best to ask because i'm shoving my glasses in there oh right and it was a bit you know, it's not... You had some lens not, issues. Yeah, you know, it was... You know, the colours were kind of soft and, you know, it, it's not that detailed, but, like, it's totally flyable. Like, no problem. So... Hmm. Weird. Because you know. I've basically heard, like, the complete opposite based on, like, reviews online saying it's, like, super vibrant and sharp and... um like high high quality or whatever but again like every your miles may vary depending on like i guess you have glasses that might kind of yeah you know um yeah my my glasses has got a coating on them they've got all kind of like anti-glare coating so like yeah like take take what i say with an absolute fistful of salt you know because i you know i've I've got an anti-glare coating. The goggles don't quite fit my face. And I was too busy, really, like, trying to get my head around the new um, control system and trying not to crash it. Mm -hmm. And uh, the dog we're with is a psychopath. He just hates (laughs) quads. Like, as soon as... he, he, He hates the plugging in the lipo, so, like, the crack of the lipo noise alerts him to there's a drone going to go down. Hmm. And then as soon as it takes off, one of us has to hold him. And then you've got what I can only describe as if the noise that comes out of him is that we're murdering his whole family in front of him. It's like, and then just bark, 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 and then just mindlessly take off and try and kill the drone. It's um, it's very handy. You'll never lose a drone with him, but um, there was an element of I've got to control this, and if I fly too low, he's going to eat me. Yeah, it almost uh. happened on Digby Dan's run. Um, so he 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 was a bit low coming down the path, and you just saw the dog's head pop up, and then luckily <laughs> he got some height. But uh, yeah, if I get hold of that video, I'll uh, I'll send it to you guys to. To to be like, yep, he almost he almost got it. He he's um he's got a few drones here and there. Fair play to him. But he's, yeah, he's I, 10 now. So I was I was a bit uh, shocked that they didn't have like forward sensing uh, uh, sensors on that one or whatever. I mean, they you've have them on the a, bottom. Yeah, you've got a big Odeer switch, so you can just literally hit this big. Um, brake button so it's the the big like waffle shaped one um i don't know how compatible it's going to be with like left-handed people as well Mm. that Mm. was me a bit miffed because i was like oh what happens for left-handed people because like your whole like you know pan and tilt 
like I think there's some camera settings. Oh, they've put it all on hats and stuff, have they, around the side of the controller? Mm, yeah, little sliders oh, and stuff. Like, yeah, yeah my lefty, that's not good. Burn them as yeah. witches. Maybe that's the answer. Yeah, so I flew it right-handed, and I had no one uh, expects M- the Inquisition. <laughs> yeah, I had some... <laughs> I had like an MC. I'm going back era. to the original discussion. It's kind of like the stranger, stranger flying. Yeah, <laughs> the stranger fly. Yeah, it really was like that. Well, I guess at the same time too, like having forward sensors or obstacle avoidance on the front wouldn't really make sense on a city move because you're going to be flying through small places anyways, yeah. right? No. You want to be able to do that kind of cute shot where you're flying through you know, someone's legs, gap in a chair, someone yeah, you don't want to be pouring like... coffee or something. <laughs> like stop yeah. it before yeah that was, yeah yeah but, yeah i tried that with yeah. my mavic before but yeah it's not very fun with the sensors a, a rising it, yeah. tide and all that but it does make me feel that people are kind of missing the point a bit i'm conflicted with dji products i can see they help people appreciate some of the artistic output that you can get from fpv and it brings a wider audience to that and maybe there's some people who get this and they go on from that to get freestyle quad that goes a bit faster do some more interesting stunts but it also feels like DJI have, have taken something that's cool about a hobby and are just kind of cashing in on it and trying to turn it into a commodity when it really is potential to be a bit more interesting than that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. someone's got it. Someone, so you, someone's surely to you know be the one to ca- do the cash grab, and you know, if, if they've got, if whoever's got the most money, they're going to put the most into it, yeah. and then they're going to try to get the most out of it. So it's. It's yeah. like gaming and that. There's always someone doing the dumb kind of Call of Duty stuff for every like <laughs> hundred uh, indie developers doing weird, unusual stuff. Yeah, yeah. But like you, you know what, um, you know, uh, Tommy said, "Oh my, oh my God." Um, you know, the fact is that you can like fly into a room and then stop. No one's, no one's released. Uh, you know, they're basically doing everything that Vernon said he would do. It's a one-axis gimbal, but you've got an extra access because you've got the, the digital stereo and everything. Yeah, you know, like that's that's the problem. Is like, you, yeah, you can build an iNav quad, but you know, trying to get a gimbal, all gimbals, um, you know, like the production of gimbals have kind of stopped now. You know, you can, yeah, you could probably you build your own. Anymore. Yeah, like, like, you know, the Ollie, whatever. You're almost better off buying a DJI Osmo and taping it to, you know, in order to get, you know, no one's releasing these small little gimbals that you put, you know, you get HD. Or like the like Alexmos ones or whatever. Yeah. Like, Ooh, yeah. Don't, I mean, don't mention gimbals <laughs> to, <laughs> to So Andy's saying. Well, no, that... it was, uh... oh, sorry, carry on. I was going oh, to yeah. and, mention that you posted and, a comment about Andy saying it's it's bad indoors in low light, and if GPS return to home kicks in, then it flies to the roof. Now, that no. sounds like they've completely missed a big section of their target market <clears throat> who wanted to film cute little things flying through business premises as advertising collateral, which is like all of the top shots that you see people doing with cine whoops. They're all indoors. Because there's no I, wind, I wonder and they're all flying through people. I wonder if there's an option of your failsafe to say land as opposed to just RTH, because that would be. They must know this can be used indoors, around trees, yeah. stuff like that, where it's like just going to be stupid to clunk. You know. Well, there's the a question to Andy: Can you configure the failsafe? Yeah. Well, did you guys see the uh, rotor ride episode when they were in that like neon or black light um, like mini putt course kind of thing? I saw that, and the 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 lighting. They couldn't use that motion controller, could they? Because it couldn't pick up correctly yeah. in that that lighting condition. Yeah, like Andy was saying, yeah, that it's not good in. Uh, I guess that's maybe the camera. It's bad in low light, but I yeah. mean, it's uh, yeah. It does seem like they were having kind of a heck of a time, you know, just using that controller and and getting this weird stuff going on in that lower light environment. So that's also strange because you know. It's what you fly of, a small quad for. What's it got? Like three inch, two and a half inch props, tiny props. Yep. Yeah, like well, even like the club I work at, they had a city whoop guy come in a couple times, and I mean, 
I don't really know if it would be a good idea to throw Nevada in there if, if it's gonna if, if if it you know fail safes or whatever. Like, I guess I always yeah. figured that they're the sort of thing someone with a whole bunch of money gets as just an expensive toy, and if they want, yeah, yeah, if they're gonna do serious work, then they'll probably read about it, build something themselves. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I'm sure like that's something that can be updated in software. You know. If if DJI if, if, were actually, yeah. you know, that's yeah. kind of where, you know, the sort of like mistrust, is, you know, is uh, uh, due. Yeah, uh, I mean, it, to be honest, like when it was first announced, when it was first showed, I was like super ecstatic about it. I mean, you guys saw me a couple episodes ago. I was like, it's amazing. I'm getting it. Well, I didn't say I was getting it, but like I thought it was really cool. But after seeing a little more videos, a little more reviews, and, and just, I mean, like, okay, this, this is my sort of take on it. it. It does seem really cool. It's cool that it has all that stabilization built in. You don't have to mess around too much in post if you, unless you really want to. But then, I don't know, the, the camera uh, quality does seem better than the original DJI FPV, but I don't think it's quite as good as, like, the Action 2 or, like, a, a real GoPro um i i read i also saw somebody talking online talking about how the o apparently well this is all rumors obviously but apparently the o3 air unit is quote unquote just a dgi action 2 and that it'll have all this rock steady horizon steady all this stuff built in which if it does that would be pretty cool i guess because you wouldn't necessarily need an hd cam but then you'd also have to have a fair enough angle that you're not getting props in the shot and then there's kind of all those. If you other really looked things. at the the action two footage, though, like in bad lighting conditions, the action two is is nothing to, to write home about. It's a lot worse than a GoPro. Well, see, what one thing? My argument for that is though, I think a lot of in this in the the hobby, the FPV hob, uh, hobby community, whatever. I think a lot of the problem though is is like a lot of people don't know how to use cameras properly or do camera settings properly. So. A lot of people are pushing their ISO way too high, which is going to make stuff look like in at nighttime. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, I don't know, my experience is like, if you're going to shoot at nighttime, expose for the lights. Don't expose for the darkest bits. Uh, if, if you expose for the lighting, your ISO doesn't have to be that high, and it would look a lot better. So, I don't know. I, I would want to play around with it and see. Like, I just feel like a lot of people just kind of you know press auto on their camera settings and wish for the best but i don't think that's necessarily the best way yeah. to judge a camera a lot of pilots uh, are pilots first they're not camera people first so yeah that's yeah. understandable yeah just little things i noticed as all, well, but yeah i mean i i do know what you mean though the action two isn't the it's definitely not the cream of the crop when it comes to image quality that's for sure well it's action two and what are we on gopro 10 um yeah there's just much more iteration on the gopro side maybe if we go back to the early GoPros, then we would really be shocked at the kind of image quality we're getting. And it might take DJI another three or four years to to get to a standard where it really rivals the GoPro for image quality. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, DJI is focusing on a lot of stuff, whereas, like, GoPro is kind of like, okay, we're making cameras. And, I mean, they, they had their... They had their stint with the, with the drone, whatever, many years ago. But <laughs> that was... That was rough. So they're like, okay, yeah. we're not doing that anymore. Stick to what they're good at. Whereas like DJIK, they're good at quads. They're getting better at cameras. Now they're doing microphones. Like they're they're trying. Like they're they're definitely like trying to build up. But yeah, they're definitely not on you know on par with you know the contenders. Yeah, DJI has got to that point where they're a big enough company that they're making that ecosystem play. They're not just looking to make one type of thing. They're looking to make that thing and everything else that a person who buys that thing would be interested in. Yeah. Huh. According to Andy RC, the Avada camera is far better than the Action 2. So that's something. That's good. Yeah. Cool. I remember with the Action 2, Failsafe was saying he was pouring water on it between flights to cool it down as well. <laughs> that's wow. not what you want to be doing. No, I don't worry. It's waterproof. Just dousing the camera in water to get it like ten or twenty degrees cooler, so you can fly again. I yeah. did have my first GoPro overheat, uh, which I've never had before. But I was filming for a long time in four K sixty out in the heat, and after mm. about twenty five minutes, 
it, I just did it, did it, did it, did I was like, what's going on there? Turned it back on, started filming 30 seconds later, did it, did it, off it goes. I had mm. to just basically leave it for about 20 minutes to, to let it re- recap itself. Just get your thoughts, get yourself together, yep. and we can go again. Yeah. That's never oh, happened to me before. Yeah, it's, it's usually the batteries too that are the ones that get hot. Like if you swap the battery, you might get a little more life out of it. But yeah, it's. Yeah. I run mine without a battery. Just mm. figure that's easier. The, yeah. There's a well, it certainly coil. doesn't get as hot without a battery, but it doesn't turn on either. That's my problem with it. <laughs> I use one of those little becks, like you were messing around with the the uh, Thumb Pro. Could have yeah. done that. But it's, all, it's like on my head. It's being an action camera at the oh, time, yeah. so it's Fair enough. it's yeah. uh, it needs to be flexible. We got some some secret leaks from Andy RC here. Okay. Andy, why don't you just come on the show? You've got come on the show, though you can be properly attacked. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much, at least once a year, GoPro does bring out a new camera. I think it's right to expect one before the end of the year. Yeah, yeah. Just like, will it be the eleven or will it be something else? Will someone finally make something that can fit into a session mount? Hero 11 session, hero 11 session, hero 11 session. GoPro, do it. We need it. No, they don't. They don't even like us. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, we're not. We're not surfing, are we? Or like riding horses, or doing something that looks cool. We're a bunch of nerds standing with goggles on our faces. And we don't have ten million followers. I'm using yeah. it as a neck workout when I've got it on my head. I was like, oh, it, after a while, I just go limp and I sort of loll around like this and someone has to <laughs> rescue me because it sways so much. Oh, well, yeah. aren't you using it in water mainly to film the fishies? I I am like a proper GoPro customer. I take it skiing with me. I film underwater with it. and uh, But I also use it quite a lot as uh, as my sort of field camera because that... That front screen for me, when I'm saying hello, everybody, I'm at the field because you can tell because there's a field behind me, is is dead useful and it goes on my head when I was filming my little helicopter. Um, yeah, I just watched that actually. That was the cool. only thing I haven't done with my GoPro 10 is put it on the quad, and that's because the current GoPro never goes on the quad in case I break it. The previous mm-hmm. GoPro does, so the GoPro 7 goes on the quad. The GoPro 10 is is my baby, although it's a very what, heavy what, one and I probably wouldn't want what it. What about the quad. skydiving? I haven't done any of that. I haven't done any surfing either. I did take it on a stand-up paddleboard, but it mainly involves pictures of me Looking going like this and the paddleboard disappearing, and then you see the fishes <laughs> again. It's, it just wants to go back to the fish. Uh, that's funny. Like the little arm waves was uh, amazing. Yeah, yeah, come on, Andy. We miss you. And it, I'll be a lot calmer because I've already <laughs> off hmm. the um, uh, yeah. motion controller. Got it out of his right hand. What we should yeah. do is wait until Andy's got no pending product reveals to do, so he won't be tempted to blurt out any NDA breaching stuff and then get him on the show. So we just need to wait till he's got all this Avata and Cadex and whatever stuff out of his system. Just wait for it to, to be cleansed and then he can come <laughs> on the show relaxed and free of worry. Mm. We might not even need the disclaimer. Yeah. If someone can make a really small but good, uh, you know, three three axis gimbal, it'd be amazing. But you know, without They're very having, delicate things, though, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. For, with for RSD FPV, control, yeah, that would. I don't know. I mean, they do exist for like the cinema stuff, I guess, like cine quads. But they're heavy, though. Yeah, they, it feels like, like the world's yeah. given up on gimbals now. Yeah, that was. They're just. That was so we can do it in software. Ago. Yeah. Well, and also yeah. like the compact version of the gimbal is OIS, isn't it? Like yeah. you put it in the lens, and it's yeah. much easier to manage. Instead of well, moving the, the entire weight of the camera, you just move the lens system, and that's it. Or you just get an Insta three hundred and sixty, and you can okay. pretend you can gimbal around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was going to say, um, yes, it's it's all it's all digital now, man. Like that's why on the Avada it's just a one axis because they're. I mean, you guys have seen like the Hero Nines and Tens, where you can turn it like, like super far. You can rotate it super crazy, but it still keeps it level. So, you know, the the the, the software and like the the technology has gotten so advanced now that it's like. Oh, sorry, I meant like really not EIS like in software, but OIS, where oh, the actual optics optical. in the lens have mm. like tiny, tiny motors in them, or like yeah, tiny 
tiny actuators that do image stabilization in the optics. They don't use electronics. Moves, yeah, yeah, yeah. So my, my actual, uh, my main camera that I use, like a DSLR has it, or mirrorless camera, where the sensor is actually floating and, you know, it counteracts. And that's what you're talking about, right? Like like optical image stabilization, yeah. yeah. You get it in some fancy phones. I think the iPhone, a couple of iPhones have had it. it. tends to be the larger phones where the body's big enough to put the guts uh, of this, the, to, to move the sensor around. It needs some yeah. actuators. Yeah, it's like kind of floating there a little bit, right? Or mm. yeah, that means you've already enclosed all the delicate electronics inside the body of the camera, and the the the, the weight that you're moving is much smaller, so you don't need big uh, motors either. Kind of seems to be where the world's ended up, I guess. Interesting. So yeah, often I don't know that. Yeah, that's OIS versus EIS. Of course, everyone tries to like downplay OIS because it's really expensive to implement and really complex. It's like building a you know, clockwork watch. Everyone's really happy to just say that EIS can do everything and you can just solve the problem in software, but the top tier stuff still actually moves the optics around. Oh yeah, yeah. No, there it is it definitely is superior. Like uh to to have a like a you know a floating element or whatever, like that's it is better than electronic, but you know, or, or a mixture of the two is even better together, right? Like, it's, yeah. This episode was recorded in front of a live online audience, downloaded and edited to make sense when it's played audio only, censored to please the iTunes people, hosted on the internet, forwarded through to your podcast provider, downloaded, playing on your device, and is now playing in your ears, all thanks to our Patreons. Consider joining them and you'll also get other online benefits. Find out more at patreon.com forward slash let's drone out. I always remember, um, oh, what's his name? Uh, he was. Oh, oh, you start the the I always remember. Oh, wait a minute, wait a second. I always yeah. remember. No, I don't. Yeah. Uh, no, Who I don't. Am I? Um, Where am I? But he's, he's the guy with like the laser time. Uh, laser. Laser time? What? Laser yeah. tie. Rocket pants. Laser, yeah, laser time. Um, He's an engineer. I, he it's like a, a what three words location? Laser time engineer. <laughs> Meet me there. <laughs> Curry, while while Jack is playing his own little memory game, you also messed around with some stabilization in the Thumb Pro, and and you tried many many things to get it to work at speed, and it beat you. I, I couldn't make it work. No, which was a shame because. Uh, what I found, because I, I put it on a 5-inch quad because I thought, you know what, lots of people run 5-inch quads and they'd like pretty cheap cameras which turn out pretty good results without risking smashing up a like, GoPro 10 or something like that. Mm-hmm. And um, I had uh, TPU mounts on it so it was nice and sort of flexible and I thought that would uh, absorb the vibrations but on putting it through... There is a constant, like hum. You can see it in the gyro noise. That mm. there's a constant sort of bzzz of, of this, which won't seem to go away. What's this? Laser so engraving music. Yeah. So he's using a um, he's using a speaker to modulate the. Hang on. I like his burrito shirt. Yeah, so he's using a lens of a laser and these thin... This is William Osmond, by the way. And then thin bits of wire and then a speaker modulates the wiggle of a uh, the laser lens to then burn a, 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 gro- a groove into a resin record or, or a bit of cardboard, I think he went with in the yeah. end but yeah that's so, what it kind of reminds me of sort of like manual <laughs> moving of the wait what oh, I was I couldn't remember the what the original context of that yeah, was me at neither, all me neither me <laughs> neither I'm like wait what are we talking about here we were talking about floating lenses this is this is ah. what triggered Jack's memory oh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> same memory in the very <laughs> loosest sense of the word <laughs> I saw this bloke actually. once it's it. similar to lasers and records, except without the lasers or the records. But something yes. was moving. 
yes. So, Runcam Fun Pro. What I found out is there was a, a a sort of constant vibration from the quad, which meant Jara Flow. He's, he's off in a stop. Couldn't do much with it, oh. which was annoying because in the video I stabilized, there was segments of like when it's pretty smooth, and then you'd go into turn, and then when it does do the wobble, it's ever so more obvious because it's like smooth wobble, mm. smooth wobble, like that. So uh, the the plan. Well, first off, I, I'm releasing that video tomorrow so people can see and. People keep writing the comments about how good their experience is with Gyroflow, mm. and it makes me think, well, I'm doing it wrong. So I, I'm offering links to my raw footage and the Gyro data, and I was like, have a go. If you can do better, let me know, and I'll share it. If you can't do better, let me know, and then I know I'm not doing it wrong. So the, the other option to do is think about the mount. Is the mount yeah. soft enough? But what we can't, we can't, I, I, I say we can't. I don't You've got a feel... camera on a stick almost, though, haven't you? It's like a really tall mount. The camera's yeah, yeah, yeah. at the end, kind of waggling the camera's, a bit, The maybe. camera's at the end. But what we can't do is is design something so elaborate that we, we come up with this really delicate, like, oh, careful, because it floats on these little, you know, unicorn snot just there. And if you right. move it, that's wrong. So so we need something that's reasonable. Now, I took on on board what you said Last week, Stephen, about you thought it might be the sort of the elbow joint causing it, well, it's got more more movement there. And if if I can shorten that down and make it a one piece, then that might be something. So I have to try and whip that up in my uh, Fusion Three Hundred and Sixty skills to see what I can do. the The other option, I was I was doing a little update video today for Patreon, is perhaps going back ten years in time. Who remembers the little rubber grommets we used to put under the little pad? Where our, oh, yeah. our Mobius sat on, but before you were born, Cole, um, and <laughs> that—that's the sort of thing we used to use before there was any stabilization, before there was any gyro flow, to to get those rubber grommets to absorb the to noise, to convince yourself Damping that it. you were somehow yeah. improving yeah. the camera picture because you'd spent four hours but breaking up the camera mount. The the problem could be that squishy, squishy. They they are squishy, but how squishy do they need to be before mm. the squishiness? ends <laughs> up moving the camera too much and then creating that that vibration this is this is mm. it if we can get it down to you know if we if we're pushing hard through the the wind and it's you know the the grommets for example bend back but they don't vibrate that would be fine because we'd be able to do something with it if we just yeah. end up with the same it's vibrating because the grommets are quite soft then we're back on the same problem this is something mm. that possibly needs a little bit of experimentation with, what which is always annoying. And the same, the on GoPro the same looks absolutely perfect, um, it, but I, I fly it with a GoPro Seven. Uh, there's obviously more weight behind a GoPro, so there's right. no possibility of it. I, I mean, there's there's TPU it's not going to get deflected by the aerodynamics. It's not, it's not flapping around, is it? Right. Like like a, a lighter camera would. So it's obviously got hypersmooth on as well, uh, but you know hypersmooth isn't quite the magic bullet it would be if there were proper vibrations going up there. But there's not. So what about, it's, uh, it's tricky. Have you tried the? I don't know if it's possible with that run cam, but have you tried like a foam wedge option? Uh, no, be- because of the slight difficulty. Oh, in fixing it. It's a weird shape. I've got at the moment. Where is it? It's it's like a lozenge shape, Cole. It's like the um, yeah, yeah. I know it. It's kind of rounded, right? Like that Cadex yeah. peanut. Yeah, I, I just I, I wonder if you could like burrow out a little hole in the in the. What it needs is like a one piece mount that holds it nice and close to. You see, that's really high. So up. that's what we're looking at at the moment because we had to do nothing. a GoPro <clears throat> style mount for it that we then mounted mm. into. So there's possibly too much movement there. Yeah, so we totally. can replace this thing with a shorter one piece and then yeah. hope that's not as much movement. But it's kind of, it's a difficult shape to sort of think about the foam wedge for. Really. Yeah. I mean, it's possible, but it's kind of like, it's a bit doohickey. And cameras, did, they, did they really design them for quads? Because it's like a stick with the camera on one end of the stick and it's just... It's hard to center on a quad. It'd be easier if the the lens was just centered, and yeah. there was some sort of attachment on it. 
that, that shape, that lozenge shape, really doesn't offer any attachment. You have to create a sleeve and post it into the sleeve because there's no way to, to lock it in place otherwise. Andy's saying that looks too stiff. It's, it's pretty flexible. So it, it was working on a two and a half it, inch or something, or three it inch. Probably moves it too much. On a two and a half inch, it's fine. I have the feeling now, if I put it on equivalent three inch to like you know a proper like fast three inch, I think you'd have the same problem. Huh. Mm. Well, Jack is holding up an all-in-one printed session mount. Session mount, nice. Yeah, I it's cleaned it up. Good. It looks pretty good now. It doesn't nice. look as. I mean, if you look at it, yeah, it looks good. Yeah, it, looks, it doesn't look stringy or anything. It though. looks better than the ones I sent Cole. Apologies, Cole. <laughs> yeah. It's all. It's not how it looks, I guess. It's how it works. But sometimes I'm like, oh, okay, I got this one in 3D printed mount from a guy before, and the whole thing was like, it, it had just like hard pieces on the inside, extru uh, whatever, extruding. So when I tried to put a GoPro, a GoPro in it, it was just like scratching it up like crazy. So I was like, okay, I'm not using that. But, I mean, if, if it looks, well, it's, not, we'll it's not about how it looks, yeah. We will see. I, yeah, I tried to print a couple of mounts for Cole. I don't often print camera mounts, mainly just antenna stuff. So yep. I had to tweak the supports quite a bit to actually get the thing printing and be able to remove the supports. I was, I was mm. playing around with tree supports, and I thought, this is going to be great. There's going to be perfect support and you know i won't have any kind of little dangly bits they'll all just be a nice flat plane at the top but then i couldn't remove the support <laughs> it's just so, so tightly fixed on i had to go back to traditional support yeah yeah you know that's, that's what i <clears throat> what i've heard or what it seems like 3d printing can be very uh very trying and very time consuming and just to get it to work properly or to get it the desired outcome it's mm. it seems like a whole rabbit hole in itself that i'm oh, very yes. afraid of mm -hmm. anyone who has kind of like figured it out like holds the settings like a closely guarded secret yep yeah that's what it seems like it's like once you get it then you're good but that's only if you're doing a certain type of print because i'm sure you have to tweak settings for different types of prints just like you were saying right Stephen? different printer yeah yeah <clears throat> yeah you've got to people will say oh yeah this filament prints perfectly at 215 degrees and then you'll do it on your printer at 215 and think this is garbage what's going on and turns out that your printer needs to run it at like 225 and you there's no way mm. of finding out you've just got to trial and error it and yeah. when you print you've got to make sure that the filament's dry or you end up with moisture in the filament causing the filament to swell and jam and sometimes yeah. create these funny little bobbles and you get like closures and things where it's puffed out because there's steam coming out of the filaments. And yeah, uh, it, it was quite stressful printing this summer because I had to keep drying the filament again and again and again because oh, it would just geez. absorb moisture like crazy and then jam. Yeah. Oh yeah. Fil yeah. Filament changes over time. Yeah. Yeah. See, I, I have enough, you know, headaches just trying to tinker with the quad stuff. I couldn't even imagine the... Well, it's the just like camera thing. stuff, isn't it? It's the same sort of deal. It's its whole little world. Yeah, you have to... Time in, and yeah. you'll be fine. You just gotta... You just gotta sit it, and then as soon as you've cracked the back of it and you feel like you're getting somewhere, you start feeling better about it. Yeah. Oh, nice. We, we just had the question flag up there about one. what's the easiest 3D design software, and a couple of people said Tinkercad. Yeah, uh, not FreeCAD. I, I had um, I, I had this little piss take thing where I designed this rectangle in Fusion 360. I said, look at my skills here. And then someone thought I was being serious and recommended this, this tutorial. I actually watched it, and um, I have to say, it sort of uh, I realised I was doing certain things wrong in fusion and after watching that it's like oh this is actually pretty good now so i'd have to say if you write watch the right tutorials especially if you need to go back and tinker with things fusion 360 is pretty good because the, the way you can just go back in time and change one of the components earlier without having to change everything else and it just wraps its itself around your changes is, is pretty impressive i like that 
Yeah, but aren't they being mean now with like the free subscription and everything? They it looks like they're being mean, but there's always certain workarounds. So you don't have to pay anything still. But there's there's a limit on like cloud saving, but you can if you find the right thing save locally. Like for ages I was having to do I wanted to save as STL and it had to go up to the cloud and come back again. But then I found out there's a direct button that says print 3D and then you can print 3D to a file and you get like a local STL file without having to mess around and stuff. So they do seem more problematic than they used to be, but it's still free if you're like hobbyist and not doing commercial stuff. And uh, it's pretty powerful stuff. I'm barely scratching the surface, but the, the fact is I managed to do some designs recently this, this this was my attempt at a a tripod mount for carrying my open hd stuff this is tpu huh. screwed into pla so i could jam the stuff in it hasn't worked particularly well it needs re- redesigning but um i did that bit and and what it allowed me to do was uh, basically I, the bottom there? I sort of a uh, yeah, body like is that a quarter 20 uh thread on the bottom it's, it's whatever a tripod one is yeah, yeah, yeah. But but using using the the basic thing that I could go back and do it, it allowed me to like prototype the hole, so then I could make sure that was right, and then I could change my parameters back on this to make it big again, and then print it out and stuff, which is all quite oh. good. That's I cool. liked it. It's it's worth it's worth messing about with, but you do have to invest a little bit of time and watch the right tutorials, else it's a com- it's a complete mind screw. If if uh, if you just like oh just try using them, what's going on? Yeah, it sounds like a lot of things in in uh, <laughs> you know to do with anything FPV related. It's like yeah, but it's either that yeah, or yeah. go the and DJI route and get someone else to do it for you. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I have to say I finally understood what it's like for new people coming in, and you know when they ask a question, and you say oh, it's, it's beta flight. It, it it happened to me. And if you guys watched the the little video I did about me trying heli flying, um, yep. literally I got the the heli, and then I was like, right, what did these buttons do? And I read the manual, and of course the manual doesn't teach you how to fly a heli, does it? So it's yep. like I don't understand the buttons. <laughs> what's going to happen? So I had to I had to ping NJ and NJ, what's this button do? I don't understand. And I really liked your explanation like, of that, by the way. I'd always been yeah, a little bit baffled by some of it. It, it was it was really really helpful, but if if you don't know anybody and you're sort of writing comments into YouTube and the YouTube guy just just use beta flight, fuck's sakes, yeah, you know, what's wrong with these people? I apologise if I've done that before. I, I I understand the newbiness of coming into something and not knowing what the hell's going on, even if it feels similar to something you've done before. It's different, and so everybody else coming into stuff like Express RS Fresh. Is is gonna be like confused, and that's okay. <laughs> and it's, everything else, you literally have to get into the mind of the person who developed or invented it. You know, you you have to, and once you've been in the minds of a few different people, like it, it slowly gets easier. But like uh, OpenTX, man, the mind of a programmer. A is greater than X, and then logic switch to. Nah, I'm just like no. It, it's oh. weird because every, every one of us that has like done a bit of programming is like, oh, this is perfect. This is so easy. And like every everybody else that is like, oh, you use this wizard to set up this. I was like, what? I don't. What if I want to <laughs> yeah. use this switch to do that? And what if I want to use like logical functions that go into each other and rely on each other and stuff. This is fantastic. But yeah, I can I can see why if you haven't been in that mindset, the, the logical switch stuff is in, and the functions are really, really hard to wrap your head around. Like when OpenTX announced that, that you could store the configuration as a YAML file, I was like, oh, that's so much better than having to use you, that you little companion app. On about oh, that. my you word. You were so excited about it, weren't so you? I was so happy about it. And <laughs> I talked to some people and they're like, this sounds horrific. <laughs> what? Well, why? It can just, it can just like copy bits of text around and not have to press all these buttons. And but how will I know what they do? Well, it's written down in the text. <laughs> you can read it. It's like people yeah. who are just G code. I'm like, they are the matrix. Like, you know, they just they're in there. They they you know, they could find the knobbly bit that they want to adjust. And I'm just like, man, 
rather you than me. And in yeah. and the hardest part is learning the vocabulary. You know, like I remember when I first joined the hobby, like why are we using S instead of C for sell and stuff like that and Oh I've never yeah. thought about that one. Did you find out the answer? Why is it S? Uh we already used it uh C for C rating you know, for the current we can draw. So we used series desk because it sounds a bit like C. Three series, four parallel. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, that's helpful. That's, that's what I always thought it was. S is for series, isn't it? Right. No. No? It's just because of the other letter was already taken. They wanted to use another letter entirely. Oh, like, yeah. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the only time that kind of worked <laughs> out is two pack, two pack, S, you know, three yeah. or whatever. Yeah, so if you've got six cells and you've got three in series two parallel, it's three S, two P. Mm. Mm. Yeah, but yeah, one S. Yeah, one cell. Yeah, it doesn't work. Because, you know, one in series with itself. Yep, Andy pointed it out. Andy gets the sausage. He should yeah. come on the show. He knows his stuff. Yeah. Know. What a useful chap. I know. It makes it sound like your argument makes it sound like we did it on purpose, but it, it really falls down on that one S. <laughs> yeah, it looked it looked like too much of a coincidence. I thought, oh, that must be exactly why they're doing it, but no. Apparently not I thought fun. it was for you to pee. Richard Warwick, explain. Too much science, not enough stick time. Maybe yep. not enough me jerking that tr- transmit off. Is it a transmitter, though? Or is it a motion controller? Well, it transmits the motion. <laughs> me jerking <laughs> off the drone. It's a motion transmitter. Uh, can you catch something bad from it? Well, I'd more be worried about the the motion transmitter with Jack twiddling yeah. it around like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It felt really <laughs> Has anyone watched the new Top Gun? For good reason. <laughs> yeah. Has the new Top Gun? That? Yeah. Uh, no. This is the one with the 60-year-old Tom Cruise kind of limping around. Yeah, waxwork. I did play the Wait. Top Gun missions in Flight Simulator, if that counts at all. Hmm? Yeah, I guess that sort of counts. Okay. okay. I mean, right. mind you, you you probably flew the the Top Gun Nez and actually managed to land on the aircraft carrier. No spoilers. No, I haven't. Because I could never do that on the Mega Drive. All right, no spoilers. I'm the only one who's seen it, so I'll have to lend. Can you and... even? Can you even I'm not sure you can spoiler most most films like this because they're just like rehashes of something from 40 years ago yeah mm. yeah fx knows asking can you even buy the dji pack with a regular controller nope you can't not, currently. not at the moment no. an add-on yeah and you... it's weird though yeah you can you can get it but it's another 250 bucks or maybe 249 pounds i don't know what it is for you guys but yeah that's it is a bit odd that you can only get it with a motion controller. Yeah. Uh, zero, the best mod. Uh, by the way, if you got the uh, um, someone liked your comment on Final Glide, it was me. Um, zero says, gone from heli to quad. They aren't that different to fly. A quad in acro is controlled like a FP heli. You What's can an FP compare fixed pitch a CP heli. Oh. To a quad set up for 3D mode. Yeah, which nobody does. <laughs> what is it for? Fixed pitch. Fixed pitch, yeah. Collective which would be pitch, fine. So the, the, the biggest problem I had in collective pitch heli is the fact that your 50% is your you will stay in hover. Did no, and did no one ever tinker to, around with 3D quads just to see what happened? Yeah, I I tried it, but I did it in FPV, so it's not it's not that hard. Right. I went flying not around upside down that. for a while. But hmm. I still had that 
immediate reaction is like it's gone wrong. I'm dropping the throttle, and then you hear this horrendous followed by bushes breaking behind you somewhere, and uh, the quad's gone in. It sounds. It, I wanted to do it. I've got some props to do it, but it does scare the living shit out of me. Um, Zero, what does it? Well, you guys. Um, does anyone know why is it called collective? I just out of curiosity. I've never looked it up, and I don't know. That's a good point. Because that, that yeah. word's not used thingy. in conjunction with anything else to imply that it varies, is it? To my knowledge. I don't so, know. I don't know. The collective pitch control is located on the left side of the da, 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 da. the collective no, is used. Why to is make... it called that? Why is it called collective? Yeah. Yeah. Etymology: collective. Firstly, it um, does not control the pitch of the helicopter. Uh, it is named collective because it changes the pitch of the of all the main rotor blades collectively, as in the same time, or at the same time by the same amount. That's why. Okay. Because it controls two blades at the same time, so it collectively changes the pitch. Was there an yep. earlier version of this where each blade was controlled with a different <laughs> stick? And I feel really sorry for those pilots. <laughs> <laughs> the man who was pouring water over his action too is now now telling us that we should be pouring water over all our cameras perhaps it's the way forward apart <laughs> from the huh. need to use icy water in between packs for water cooling this was a must yeah no I I'm, I'm, I hear you fail safe I feel like it's actually probably a really good camera and people just aren't using it properly but what too dry <laughs> <laughs> yeah they need to have liquid they need to have active liquid cooling uh yeah it was weird like a, as a well. cooling loop like on a pc yeah, People, yeah like you you released your your flight video and people were like you know cole was like oh man it looks amazing i'm like cole can make most cameras look amazing god damn it oh. Yeah, yeah, it's man. It's not the camera. It's how you use it, man. It's how you use it. Would you like to use the DJI Action Camera to play Tomb Raider? Contr- action controller for Tomb Raider. Controller. Oh. I'm already holding oh. an, another kind of joystick when I play Tomb Raider. <laughs> I know that triangular boobies. And Andy RC is saying, interestingly, the Avata overheats very quickly in standby mode. Have you tried rinsing under a tap, Andy, would be <laughs> the suggestion we yeah. here. Ice cold yeah. water and then fly it. It's empirically working for other products in the DJI series, so just do it with the Avata. Yeah. I think every oh. DJI quad overheats easily just hanging out. Like, my Mavic, although it is old, when I turn it on, if I don't take off right away and I just have it sort of sitting on the ground... The fans will kick in, and within like I don't know thirty seconds, it like it really it starts to try to cool itself down almost immediately, which is yeah. Um, I was flying is that just my because, sorry, so I was just gonna say I was flying my Mavic Mini somewhere. It was just outside Death Valley because you're not allowed to fly it in the park, and I was flying it around. And I noticed suddenly on on the my um, phone, I started getting like breakup. I was like, oh, this doesn't look good. This looks like it's overheating. Um, so I landed it, and I could I could barely touch it. It was that hot because it was obviously yeah. like you know hundred and something degrees. But it literally the 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 breakup on the screen. It's like I am melting on the inside. It looked that bad. That was uh, that was very odd. Yeah. Unfortunately, all the pressures are kind of let's push the hardware to the absolute limit so we can sell it with a giant hero number. And if consumers have trouble with it, you know we'll worry about them later. We'll dial it back in software. Yeah. Have you got? Yeah. Have you released the the video of that? By the way, have you just gone to get what I think you've just gone to get? What me? Yeah, I just ran to get my cat because she was making noises. Oh no worries. <laughs> no, I think no. I think no you none, none of that private is. Chat. Oh yeah, no. Uh, if you're referring to what I think you're referring to, no. Death Valley by name or and nature possibility. Oh, oh, the, oh, that one. Oh, that thing. I mean, I could do that. Yeah, I could do that. It's like it went. So, um, old Cole got uh, attacked by a seagull, and yeah, his, a seagull um, literally kamikaze my quad, and 
caused it to fall out of the sky and almost into the water at, at some type of beach somewhere. And uh, but luckily, the heat sink. This whole bottom thing is a heat sink. It like the rock yeah. smashed though. And this is like this is some type of metal aluminum. I don't know what it is, but Lulu, I'm very surprised that. I, I basically just missed destroying my gimbal. Like it, it smashed here and nothing here. The, com- the drone is completely fine. So yeah, that yeah, was. Uh, Stay clear right. of dirty seagulls. Don't mess yeah. with seagulls. They're right. Uh, any views in, uh, expressed by any guests on this show are personal and may not reflect the views of others. Do not rinse yep. your new DJI products oh. under a tap for cooling purposes. What? Why not? Um, Use the hose. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, thank you. You've been listening to Let's Drone Out. Massive shout out to all our Patreons. You guys are lovely. Thank you to all you guys who uh, jumped into the comments and all you guys talking and asking questions. And Zero's the best mod ever. Um, we love you guys. Thanks for supporting the show. Thank Let's Drone so Out is now aiming to have more drone talk and we're actively trying better now. And uh, you've been joined by the man with a lovely moustache, Stephen. Cheers. Thanks, everyone. Everyone's favourite curry kitten. Goodbye. Uh, the man who may or may not add one of my photos to the thumbnails maybe one day. Cole. See ya. That sounded like a really passive-aggressive dig, but it's me <laughs> hoping one day I'll be worthy. Just say, uh-huh. hey, Cole, here's a sweet photo. Can you use it as a thumbnail? And I'll go... Yeah, I knew I knew you couldn't anyway because it wasn't in the right position. It was. Uh, oh, I can make things position how I want. And I've been bright until I fly. Being your hosts of Let's Dry Now. Thank you. Good night. Telemetry lost.